Yo, yo. Nigga, David wasn't drinking top talk. None of that shit. No nut busters. Here we go. It's the Mad Cat Podcast. More day weekend. What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? We good. We good. Two on in the house. What's good, people? Manny Ice in the building. Twenty-five hundred here. Dr. Dana. Shake Bone. Today's episode is sponsored by Tito's, Jack Daniels, and whatever this fake Patron. Horseboy. J Bone got with the horseshoe on it. Today we're gonna talk about white America. That's actually tequila. That's what I said, right? Oh no. Thank you for the water. Appreciate that. Hella Dula. Tequila. Still got got mad time. alcohol. God damn. We're going to talk wow. about white America. What the fuck? And how it systematically goes against, you know, African Americans in the neighborhood. Starting with food. Many of y'all live in, you know, communities that are not affluent or you grew up in a neighborhood that wasn't affluent. So all you know is buying... McDonald's, dollar menus, and so forth. But where's the Whole Foods? You know, where's the Trader Joe's? What's the problem with that? Which one are we going to address first? Because this is a very important conversation. Which one you, which one, which one you guys want to address first? What do you mean? In terms of? In terms of white America, white privilege, white supremacy. I mean, it's all, it's all, it's all relative at the end of the day. I mean... Can we agree that the more affluent neighborhoods have the better food options? Yes, absolutely. And why is that? that that's, that's just not by coincidence. Some of us will say it's because of economics. I would say it's a combination of economics and mindset. I think, I, I think, that, I think that people of color, I think we can very well, in fact, afford to eat better. We, we could afford to pay more money for, for better healthy options. I think because of our mindset, we choose not to. I, Who's we? So what I think- people, people of color. Are you, are you talking about people that are the working class, African-Americans? People of color. Or the, 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 the average Joe that lives in the hood? People of color from I'm going to go ahead and say from people who live in inner cities to even 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 middle class people people of color. So to me, and I think even part of the way you opened up the topic kind of hints at some of the underlying factors in the mindset. Uh, we kind of talked about spoke about white privilege, uh, essentially racism buzzwords, and I think the mindset that we're talking about is something that carried down from slavery. Traditionally, people of color did not have the best food options available to them. So what they did was they learned to take the scraps that they were given and make the most of it. That, carry fo- that carries forward to modern day in that while we may have the means and the access to better choices, it's almost ingrained in part of our culture to choose the unhealthy options. Or accept what the options give. Well, it's also about conveniency. Also, it's about taste. If you're a family, you got you're a working family. You got kids. You 
running back and forth between work and things like that. You ain't, you ain't got the time to put a put a meal together. Maybe I, McDonald's is going to be dinner. I hear a lot of excuses to justify a bad choice. Not excuses. I think the only thing that it would truly boil down to is education. Because once you know at the harm you're doing, you can choose to do better. So we're all just going to assume that at this point, everybody understands we're eating unhealthy options. We all agree to that. But I think Twig, I'm not, I think yeah, Twig I'm not he's not saying he eat McDonald's every day. He's saying yeah. so every, every now and again, because of his business schedule, he works full time. His, his, his lady works full time. Well, I'm just thinking from a general perspective as far so, as the, 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 order, the regular person, this is what goes on. Please help me understand. Are you telling me that while my day as a person of color is limited to 24 hours, a white person's day would have more? No, I'm not saying So they have the same constraints. So it has to be something more than just time. Also what I'm saying is, I mean, food is an educated what I'm choice, right? Is for a single, a single parent that's been working, maybe got two or three kids. They ain't got the time to be going to pick up this kid from the babysitter, going to pick up that person from school, going to pick this person from practice, going home cooking a meal. Maybe McDonald's might be that person's. All right, they wait. Once the kids eat, I don't even think it's. I don't even think it's so much the fast food option. Manny hit it as something when when he when he spoke, and it it stemmed from slavery. So this is what y'all gonna eat, basically. It's either you eat it or you don't eat it. We we made a way out of no way. Now, Toby introduced when he introduced the topic, he spoke on um, where the Trader Joe's, where the Whole Foods. Now. It's, it's a mindset in the terms of Washington Projects has a sea town down on the corner. Right. Whatever food options is there is what's what there. Right. So you either gonna eat it and do your magic with it or you're not. And it's not the best meat. It's the meat that Whole Foods gave away after a day or two of people not buying it from there or the Trader Joe's, it gets dropped down to the sea towns of the world. I didn't know that. So, so it's 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 the mindset, like Manny said, but it's also what I'm gonna do, or am I gonna go into Harlem now and go to the Whole Foods in Harlem, and I live up here in the Bronx, or am I just gonna get this chicken that I don't know it came from? the Trader Joe's or the Whole Foods two days ago when it was fresh and now it's down here. I'ma get that. But don't but don't but don't you think that those things do that food exists in those sea towns because we keep we continue to buy it. So if we stop buying it and I keep saying we because I I'm a I'm a person of color as well so that's why I keep saying we. If we stop buying it, don't you think that they'll stop selling it? But we're not, not going to stop buying it. But, it, but see, and so that speaks to a more deep-rooted problem. Because even using the example of seafood and the food that's available now, <coughs> some people even don't have the seafood, means to get out of their community even, to go I'm and not, get to a better supermarket. I'm not saying that you need to even go to a different supermarket. Within Sea Town, 
there are healthier options that we still seem to avoid. But it comes down to price, though, too. How is it? Listen. How is it? How is it that a lot of us could spend two hundred dollars for a pair of sneakers, but when it comes to going to Sea Town and buying, I don't know, whole grain foods or oatmeal, we'll buy from Captain Crunch. You know what I'm saying? Instead of going to the produce first, we'll go down to Big Soda Owls and the Big Potato Owls first. I don't think it boils down to economics because a lot of us out here are fly. A lot of us out here wear true religion. You know what I'm saying? In Jordans. So I don't think it's about economics. It's about mindset and, and what you choose what you choose right. to eat. <coughs> That's a valid point. I, I, I give it to that because mostly Jordans is in the hood. But people ain't spending. That's a that's, I mean, that's, that's what the media wants to believe well. that like, only black people are buying it. All right, not only black people are buying it, but I live in the birds. I don't see lines of white people lined up to buy no sneakers. Well, that's real talk. So, they do be out there though, nigga. Let him finish. Let you on finish. Let you on finish. But I don't see it. You know what I'm saying? You go on the hood on full lockers. Who you see? So what? Who you see? What it sounds to me that you are hinting at is more so a cultural expectation that people are living up to. Because by saying you don't see Jordans in the hood, really what you're saying is who's ever not in the hood or in the suburbs has prioritized something else to spend their money on. So bringing it back to food, why do we continue to buy processed food? Saying Saying there's no Trader Joe in my neighborhood doesn't really absolve us, because one, Trader Joe prices are typically more expensive than a, re- a local now, supermarket anyway. Two things. Trader Joe is actually cheap. It's two so, things. In comparison to your, your food towns or your path marks. But I can't whatever. even say it's based on it's food towns or sea towns. Because don't think food town don't have healthy food. Yeah, they got an organic section. And organic ain't really organic at the end of the day, right? So, of course, they're going to have a, a section that's quote unquote organic or non GMO <laughs> and all that. But that's it's just a, that it's what it's what son. I would say our ethnic group is more prone to buy. We're gonna buy Kool-Aid. No, no, no. We can't even say we're gonna buy what's on sale because Kool-Aid. Now, what, what, what do you equate Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid to? Kool-Aid like 30 cent a pack. What, what do you what do you equate Kool-Aid to? Do you, you when you think Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid, what do you think? Poor poverty. And so, what and why though? I grew up on Kool-Aid. My point. <laughs> Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. My point, but, but though. It comes down to price. A pack of Kool-Aid is about 30 cents. And I did. But it goes back to what I said. The People last... eating bad is because of economics. So I hear what you're saying. And the part that defeats your argument, though, water is free. Water is healthier for you than Kool-Aid. If, if you made a cultural, or if you made a conscious choice, not cultural, a conscious choice to eat healthier, you would say, I'm not going to buy the Kool-Aid. Whatever money you save from the Kool-Aid, you could then spend on the fresh vegetables or whatever else you're gonna add to your diet and drink water. Okay, but you can say Kool-Aid is 25 cents a pack. Well, you I'm still a- gotta add mad sugar to it and fuck yourself up. How am I gonna spend ten dollars on a salad when I go to McDonald's and they got fucking two Big Macs for five dollars? So again, you can you can go to McDonald's. It's and about buy the taste a, at the end of the day, right? You can go to McDonald's and buy a $3 salad. I'm not saying that no, that is the best salad in the world. Again, yeah. what it's coming down to is 
a choice. It's, it's a mind. Remember, it's a mindset. It's conveniency. It's, it's a mindset, man. Like we could go out there right now, and we'll see black people, my people, our people, fresh. You see any black person out there, right? And not even a Friday or Saturday night, their outfit is at least three hundred dollars, at least. So I don't. I'm not buying this. That it's economics. Why we choose to eat two Big Macs for five dollars as to opposed to one salad for ten dollars because we could afford certain stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's the mindset of but, but, okay. That salad don't taste as good as that Big Mac though. It doesn't taste as good as the Big Mac. You know and what I'm saying? It's a win-win. If 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 you're not used to eating salads, if you're not used to eating vegetables. The Big Mac is going to taste better, but once you get used to it, once you once you uh, raise your children on it, guarantee you, so spinach and broccoli is going to taste ten times better than that Big Mac. Because you eat a Big Mac during the day and you're working, guess what? You're going to be sleeping the next five minutes. So again, like, and for me, this kind of hits, hits home a lot. So the topic of our diet and what we choose to eat is only one aspect. Because what we're really talking about is. Why isn't a healthy lifestyle essentially valued and promoted in a black community or in a community of color? Because by the same token, while now, again, maybe it's tied into education, you may hear of people of color who are jogging, joining a gym, trying to take care of themselves. Historically, that hasn't been the outlook. Because it's information. It's not just, so growing up. information that we don't know, right? Growing up, no, I didn't know really until like Michelle Obama really started that healthy, like America the really wake up. The information is out there. Growing up, I was thin. I was told <laughs> that there was something wrong with me, and what I what would have actually been preferred is for me to have been chunky slash overweight, because I don't know if it's subconscious. It ties into oh, you're overweight. You must be eating good, which ties into your economic well-being. I don't know. But we kind of, even in, in women, we look for thick women. Is this all tied into just an overall perception of body, lifestyle, etc.? You go to the gym, black woman's more worried about sweating her hair out, stereotypical, sweating her hair out, as opposed to getting fit. This is just in our community, right? It is. The gym definitely. But it all ties in. The gym definitely. I mean, I think but that, that, that goes back to a lot of things, though. Like, go back to economic control. Like, who's in, who's in, who's in uh, all this in that community that's, you know what I mean, that's actually allowing this supermarket to just put in whatever? So I'm going to assume. There's a lot of stuff. I'm going to assume the businesses that are in your neighborhood, never mind who owns them, but they're going to reflect what someone feels will turn a profit. I'm not putting in an organic store if I know no one's coming. They probably can't afford it in the hood. How many times you went to the hood and seen, a, in the hood and seen an organic store? But, here, but, but we already established that you can. But you're going back to economics. We, we could afford healthy, healthy food options. We can. I'm pretty sure they surveyed the neighborhood. Popeyes is way more profitable than the juice. And you know, and you know where your, and you know, and you know where your your argument is flawed at, because Manny just said 
black women do not go to the gym and really care about exercise. They don't want to sweat. Ooh, their hair. I ain't saying like that. No, he didn't say it necessarily <laughs> verbatim because he, now he want to jump back. But it's the same situation. It's a, it's a because mindset. They, because they can't afford it because they can afford to get their hair done. It's a mindset. Twin. Every week. So they can afford to eat healthy. And I'm going to use his own example to kind of defeat his argument. Juice bars in the hood are kind of like a fad. They're popping up everywhere. Why not? many reasons why a female would shop at the supermarket compared to going to the gym though. No, 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 no. I think you're kind of confusing things. What I'm saying is I'm pointing to the mindset. We're more concerned with looking good. I won't compare the two though. I won't compare them. I won't so even compare them. hear me out. Maybe you'll understand the comparison. Eating healthy though. Maybe you'll, like, people that go to the gym are usually health conscious, right? Right. So if you're health conscious, you're going to eat right. Right. So it doesn't just show up in what I cho- it, it's a lifestyle change. So you think there's no females that no, I don't think healthy and don't go to the gym. No, I don't think that. But I think the odds of finding someone who's taking the time to eat healthy but not be conscious as to other aspects is going to the gym. It's slim. It's very slim. Whether they're just saying at lunch, I'm gonna walk around the block. I'm only gonna take the stairs in the building. They're doing something else because it's a mindset that changes. And then also knowing the medical conditions that people of color are predisposed towards. We still make stupid choices. And you can't keep saying it's economic. Right. You can't keep saying it's education because at this point, everyone's aware of it. Even if you, just for the purpose of pointing out a conspiracy theory or some grand plan by the man to keep us down, everyone's aware. But we continue to make the same choice. Why? Why is it that we will make a conscious choice Spend, I keep going back to sneakers and shoes. We'll make a conscious choice to, to spend $150, $200 on a pair of shoes, $100 for a pair of jeans, $600 for a Marmot. Is that how you say the code? Who though? Marmot. People in the hood! People in the hood! Instead of what? People in the hood are some of the freshest. People in the hood. I'm not even talking about Whole Foods or Trader Joe's. Many, many good point. There are healthy options in Seafood and Kifu. Why is it that I never disagree with that? Why is it that I disagree? I just, I just say that people go there because of conveniency and a mindset. Like I'm not going to a better supermarket where I feel like. It, and this is another thing: you really can't change. You can't. You can. Get, you can inform people, but you can't change people. people exactly. Change, you know, you 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 the, you, you basically support what we saying. People more care more about about looking good on the outside than their personal health. You you just said it. You're like they care about. Having a Benz to go to the dentist. Right. Chicks care about their hair more than going to the gym and looking good. Right. So all that ties in. And we so keep it ties, try- in, it ties into the mindset. Yes, and we keep trying mindset. to blame some comments. system. There's no system. It's we're being self defeated. It's still about your options though. I know that. Somebody if it's a, a fucking Chinese store underneath us. your fucking building, so son, you gonna eat you eat four chicken wings and fried rice more chances than, than a fucking salad because okay. so it's so, right there. But so that's that's okay. But are you gonna eat four chicken wings and fried rice every night of the week, three and four times a week? Now that's well, a choice. Now that's that's a choice. Well, now that's we, a choice. Even that's before we get to this whole choice, if I'm hungry, I'm give you the person's gonna go to the Chinese restaurant because it's easier. Now, granted. It's a Chinese restaurant. 
do they have to choose the fried on top of fried <laughs> options? So what? You get shrimp broccoli, nigga. That, that fucking oyster sauce they put on that shit got mad sodium in. So it ain't like it's healthier. But it's, but it's still healthier than the other chicken. two. Chicken. I'm not sure chicken. that. I'm not sure that's true. See, and this is what I'm saying. Like, there's no golden grill. It's not because it came from Trader Joe's. Now it's healthy. They're on the healthy options in Trader Joe's. It's about education, knowledge, and then what as a community we value. So here's the thing. I'm going to give you a scenario. You a young kid coming up in the inner city. You're 20 years old. You work at Full Locker. You probably get paid $200 a week. It's payday. You got to get something to eat. You pay your bills, whatever, whatever. You got $20 in your pocket. Excuse me. What you going to do with that $20? So, are you going to buy the salad for 10 Or are you going to go to McDonald's Get some bullshit off the dollar menu. Probably a bottle of liquor or weed or whatever the fuck it is you do. Oh, so I got to get my liquor and weed, right? <laughs> so this is what I'm saying. Like, even the way you describe it. Nigga, liquor now. Even, even the, the way you're describing it, you're trying to revert and lean on some stereotypical assumptions. Because you in the... So, so one, I'll tell you your whole premise. But what happens if, before I got to be a 20-year-old kid, I was a 5-year-old kid, and instead of giving me sugary cereals, my mother just gave me cornflakes, no sugar on it with the milk. Instead of leaving candy bars around the house, instead of sending me to the the dollar, the store with the dollar to buy candies, when you leave your she house, gave me healthy options. Yeah, but right, so what that mean? Your mother could take you to church means, every fucking Sunday and you can still be a so criminal. Again, so what does that mean? What it means, the habits you develop or learn as a child are typically the ones that you exhibit when you get older. But at some point, yeah, you you point, make your own decisions after a while. Choice, at some point, you have to make the choice. Everything to be has choices, though. Yo. You have to make Everything the choice. You're all balls down to choices. You got to make the choice to be healthier, and you have to change your mindset. As you just yo, said, son, you're not going right, broke to be healthy. You would rather though. die eating a Big Mac, nigga. Somebody, somebody. So that same ten dollars yeah, that you keep referencing. For the same $10, I can go buy a head of lettuce, a couple of tomatoes, some cucumbers, carrots, make my salad for the week. You probably well, could. To you, but it ain't going to taste as good as me buying a fucking, uh, going to Wingstop, nigga, and get a 20-piece lemon pepper. So it's a choice, right? We've already established already that. Choices. But So why? Why do you keep making the bad choices? This is America. About, this is what it means. We like change. We like I don't understand right. what that means. This is America. I don't understand that. Freedom. Do what you Freedom want. Freedom what? So why? So again. So you can run why should street. you? Oh, listen, why should you be so upset that someone isn't making the right choice with their? Just, you can preach, you can take them to the water, but you can't make them drink. You can give that information out, but, but it's so many. So you so know what? It's so many people. Projects is filled with so many people that so he, that <clears throat> that I don't want to follow s- that that mindset. mindset. It's so many saying. people. In in. Where does, where does this come well, from? Where does that mindset come from? Where does it come from? We, we know where it came from. Exactly. So how is it any different? So like all these restaurants is, is put in the hood for a fucking reason, dog. Nah, that's not true, man. That, come on, son. Why is wait, it? Wait, 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 wait. We, we know where this mind. Let's establish. Why is always a checkers or a fucking 
Burger King or some shit come because, in the hood. Because we, because you don't we, see that shit in fucking scars. Because down there. we make that choice to patronize nah, those son. businesses. So why is there why, second, not, why is there Popeyes coming in, in fucking what Brooklyn? Told me, but not in scars. Why not disagree? What did I just there say? Is no, there is there, no there Popeyes. Is, in there scars. is a lot. There's a lot to do there with it. There's a lot to do with it. First. So one. Using that example of Popeyes, we're gonna go back to stereotypical niggas like chicken, whatever. The reason why the neighborhoods with the stores look different in the hood than in Scarsdale is because typically there are zoning laws. And in neighborhoods like Scarsdale, there are only certain retail areas. You know what's the difference? Them niggas ain't having it. Y'all ain't no, bringing. It's that. It's, it's, yo, people don't vote. Laws, they don't. They don't come to. The so laws. that's the social that's and all of that. Go ahead. That's a whole different aspect. So we understand the zoning, but whether or not because it's a highly, a densely populated area, the stores that are there, if you choose to patronize them, right. they'll stay. If that's you what don't, I said. Leave. That's so what that's I said. That's not a crutch. And I agree. That's what I said. And I agree. They, they, they are in these inner city neighborhoods is because we choose to patronize. Well, why is that? You still haven't answered my question. We already established. Why is there a Popeyes in Brooklyn? Because me, are you not listening? Are you not listening? Are you not listening? Because black people tend to choose that. We choose those right. food restaurants. And now back to your point about. So the, if they put a fucking store there that sells straight up healthy shit you couldn't fucking afford, then what? But who says you couldn't afford it? We already established you could. But now back to your point about the choice. So the reason why this is important and the reason why I care what other people of color in my neighborhood are eating is because it still affects me. When you send a child with an imbalanced diet to school, it affects their behavior, which then affects the quality of education for everyone. So there are effects to the community. So this is why I care. Right. You send the kid to school I, on sugar all day, Jay's going home with the kid because he done punched someone's kid in the face. But it's, it's even deeper than that because it comes back to now, what are you doing in your community to uh, make sure that the school was even one, giving out proper meals to these kids in the morning? I think Jay Wong can speak to that, but there have been changes over the years right. to, get in, to get our community to make better choices. But even with everything, <clears throat> Well, it goes back with they serving three in the liter sodas. I think in stores. Their opinion about what they think they should be going on in the, in the I don't think they. I think. Like I don't know which man. I don't know if it was Giuliani or uh, it was Bloomberg. Yeah, the, they stopped the sodas. Putting, yeah, the three liter sodas. sodas. Yeah, so that, right. that's that's and the extra choice. tax and everything. And that and that had you know what that had to come from somebody outside of our community to make that choice for us. Had he not made that choice for us, we still would be buying sodas, sodas vending machines, and all that. Vending machines, just because we have this mindset that soda tastes better than water, or soda tastes better than water and lemon. We, we continually have this mindset, and we we have outsiders that are making decisions that are making decisions for us. Right, but this is where it all goes back to the main root is nobody's really like everyone talks, but no one is really involved in the community boards going to the meetings and figuring out these well, things to how to change the neighborhood. That's the only way people are coming in and out of the neighborhood is through the approvals of the community boards. That's what the bottom line really is. You can sit here and talk back and forth all day like, oh, no one really eats nothing. Nobody's going to eat. I disagree. I disagree. Let him finish. Let him finish. Let him No one is going to those meetings and saying, listen, we do not need a sea town in our community. Let's get a, a Whole Foods in our community. 
Let's let's take let's come to let's come to the community board with a petition with a thousand signatures of people in the community who want C Town out and who want a Whole Foods in. Like this is it's bigger than just One. talking. You got to really be involved in it, though. I think even in the way you're trying, and I understand what you're saying. We need some more activism. But even right. the way you're describing it, I think you have fallen victim to the problem. Because we keep saying Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, like there's some holy grail of food. No. To Whole be Foods, honest with Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, I'm using an example for so that. To be honest with you. To be honest with you. Whatever was the best supermarket, the healthiest, whatever it is. To be honest with you. All these supermarkets, there's not as many different companies as you think. There's a handful of companies that own a, couple, a lot of the different chains. Like Stop and Shop and C-Town, they may be owned by the same parent company. So the whole thing then boils down to personal choice and marketing. So whether you realize it or not, you see the soda ad, there's a certain lifestyle that goes along with the soda. And people subscribe to that. It sounds crazy, but you see Kevin Hart pushing Mountain Dew. Okay, let me say something. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna challenge Twin Five Hundred. Only because I disagree with some of your argument, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a little personal if I, if I can. Okay, so you're making money. You're educated, right? But two or three days after week, you eat Wingstop. Choice, personal choice. Okay, it's a personal choice. So it's not about economics. Because you could afford get a You could afford other things. And actually, I think it was one week I was on the wire, I was like, the wire by the way is our is our chat room. I was on the wire, I was like, listen, you bring your you bring your salad Monday, I bring my salad Monday, and we'll start like I that. I got mine, you left yours. I left mine at home, but you didn't post yours. I did, I did so post. You didn't post yours, I yo. I did so, yo. I remember I did post it. Alright, so I, I tell you what. I did post it. I tell you what, tomorrow. No, I'm not up for no challenges right now. <laughs> tomorrow, let's do a salad. No, 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 let's do a salad tomorrow. No, for lunch. No, I don't maybe want no salad tomorrow. I might want a smoothie, be like I'm not up for this challenge on podcast. But, but I'm just like, no no but just to go back, it's, it's about it's choice. choices though, and I am like I choose pick and choose about how I feel throughout the day. So maybe it, I want oh maybe I want wing stop. Maybe I want a smoothie. Maybe I want macaroni and cheese and taste of seafood. Like it's no one, just no one's saying you have to be absolute. Because that being a fanatic is crazy. What we're saying is make better choices. And for you, from what I'm hearing, you can't feign ignorance because you know. You're educated. You know. But you that's, can't. That's an opinion of you. Because how you know? I don't feel like I'm not making no bad choice. I'm eating five wings and celery sticks and carrots. Because you, how you know for you, you you're basing your judgment on how you think I'm taking it. I'm basing it on what you, you said. Can't. I'm basing it on what you said in this conversation. Right. You cannot. So in this you conversation, cannot. you've acknowledged that these choices that you're now choice. trying. But I never said I was making a bad choice. Or I was making a good choice. I said my choices. You don't think eating week stop three times a week is a bad choice? You know why the silence? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, I don't like. I don't. <laughs> so then you have no, you know why? Because I look at it like I mean, five wings and celery sticks and and and, and, and three three yeah, definitely three. a bad choice, without a doubt, right? I can so, answer that. Not, <laughs> not everyone is entitled to opinion. Not nah, you know, saying you can feel that. So, but this one, so now we can shoot. Okay, even if you even if you prove that this is the reason why this is bad, it's no way that you you can make me feel so like that, this is bad for me. Though. So now we get back to it. No, it's not about. But this is what I'm saying, though. This is your this is your opinion. 
of what, how you feel that is a bad decision for me. Maybe I don't even think about this being a bad decision. So for me, what you are exhibiting and be making yourself an example of is really the question we're trying to answer. Why is it that we feel these unhealthy choices are good choices for people of color? Because that's what you're saying. Ooh. I think for me personally, I think it's convenient. I could go around the corner and I know something that I want that's local. So it's convenient. This is what I want. Whether or not I want it three times a week, that's my business. I'm going to get this three times a week. So you're doing this fully knowing. It's choices. Fully knowing. Fully knowing, okay, all right, this is not the healthiest decision. And being aware of how this will impact you later in life. Okay. He said it. That's his choice. Exactly. Like, I mean, we all mean. I don't think it's any, I don't think I'm hurting anyone or hurting anybody. Like, But you are. No, I'm not. Because but, but, like, but, but everyone has their own. Hold on. He, let's listen. He said it. That's his choice. He, he, there's one thing to not have the, to not have the knowledge and act. And no, he right, has right. the knowledge and he's but acting. Wing stops three times a week. I'm on wing stop three times he's, a week. He right. has the knowledge and acting. So that's that's his choice. I'm not, I'm not disputing his right to choose. But the same way, if I'm going to the gym and I'm using whatever shakes I'm using three times, four times a week, who's saying that's the most healthiest thing? But this is what I choose. So I'm not saying that that's healthy. I'm not disputing your right to choose. But you keep ending by saying you're only hurting yourself. And I'm pointing out okay, that that's moment, not true. Okay, right. I have a family. No, it, well, I don't, and I hate that this is going to sound this way. I can give a fuck about your family. Your choice, they'll deal with it. But it also plays So who in, am I hurting at besides it, that? Besides my family, it, also, it really doesn't matter who the fuck I'm hurting because... That's all, that's all you're here for anyways. That's a good question. Who is he hurting? So it also plays... Besides my family, then who am I hurting at? It also plays into healthcare and how healthcare is funded. But fuck healthcare if it is if I'm not living for my family, like but don't my they decisions not making. But they can get you on medication because it's all connected. To <laughs> yes, today. and this is what I'm saying. And then I'm still responsible for paying part of your your Medicaid, Medicare through tax, through whatever. So it's what not is? just you that this affects. Okay. And but. and if you think it is just you then there's no way Bloomberg would have even passed that soda tax and made those soda laws because they could give a fuck what you do to yourself. So right. there must be some other okay, impact I, that's even reaching them. And I get what you're saying because your, your taxes, your tax money take care of all of this, but you worrying about bad, healthy eating and things like that. You got a whole other shit that you need to be worried about with, that what your money's being spent on, man. Like, don't even, don't even worry about just so, the, the yes. healthcare. So, again, there's a lot of other shit that's So, I understand your argument. There's a lot of other things I understand your argument. But what, what we're coming back to is the choice we made in food. And, again, but as, a people of as people of color, we're choosing for cultural reasons to continue to make bad choices. It's not economic. It's not based on access. And that's all we've established. And I'm fine with that, but don't lie to yourself and say it's anything else. It's choices. That's all it is. It's choices. At the end of the day... An educated, informed choice to do the uh, less healthy thing. Every day, every and day that's choices fine. is made. And whether that's they fine. Right or whether they're wrong, choices is made every day, I believe. Right? And that's what it boils down to, really. Right? It's choices, man. White privilege. White privilege. <laughs> I have a hell of a transition. Yeah, that was that was a good. That was like a 
Just let's go on to the next one, man. <laughs> Speaking, I, I got a theory. Well, what is white privilege? I'm not white, so I don't really know. Well, the, but the, what I will tell you is this: mm-hmm. white people have been doing a lot of blatant shit <clears throat> lately. It's like we almost back in the in, in, in the '60s, dog. That shit is like being white privilege. Is it's like it's, it's almost like. Only thing different right now, they ain't got no sign saying white people only fucking water fountains. Because they doing shit blatantly. Yeah, it seems like it's being, it's being superior there, to the normal shit that everyone goes through. There, like, there, is, there is a scientific or social scientific definition of white privilege. Unfortunately, I don't know it verbatim. However, to paraphrase it, it's... Being, having certain advantages and certain privileges solely on the basis of the color of your skin. So, and that may mean I access to resources, access to homes, access to education. This is the power, this is, I, I could Google it, but I'm saying this is, a, this, is a, this is a paraphrase of the definition. Having access to certain advantages, advantages and certain privileges always, simply because you're white. I've always been told you gotta strike against you off the rep as you're black. So, from day one. Yes, that's, yes, of course, but you asked me, what, somebody asked, what is white privilege? And this, this is the definition, this is the paraphrase definitions of, of white privilege. Go ahead, man. So I understand the definition of white privilege, but I think what I heard that people were using it, I guess, as a synonym for or trying to express was an increased or perceived increase in the level of overt racism. Where we're basically talking about, we're almost at the point where people are walking down the street and being like, hey nigger, get out of here. They might as well say. That's kind of the undertone that I think people were talking about. We basically there though. But is that what we're talking about or are we really talking about how, as Dana described, white privilege is present and prevalent in the world and folks are benefiting from it. White privilege is a woman going to a cookout watching black people barbecue in a public fucking park, calling the police, and when said police come, cry wolf. Right, that's white privilege. That's white white privilege. Is that white entitlement? Because she feels that entitlement... However you want to word it, brother. Entitlement goes into white privilege. They feel entitled to act certain... Certain ways because they're white. Yeah. If a white person get pulled over, like I don't think if they'll talk to a police officer compared to how a black person get pulled over and talk to the cops. I don't. I think if the roles was reversed, black like black people are just different, right? Like that's that goes without saying. Black people naturally scared of police, man. Like I'm not gonna say scared. Scared, man. We're more aware. No. I don't, I don't think I'm scared of the no, police. No, no, no. We're, we're, not, we're not naturally scared. We're conditioned. Yeah, yeah we're conditioned. I, don't, I don't think right. I'm scared. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Use, but, but we're definitely conditioned to be scared of But them. here's like, the thing, like... they pull up behind you, just your natural reaction is bright. My uh, thing is they, this. There's a possibility they're going to mess with us. If that lady was black and those people were white that were cooking out, the black woman wouldn't call the fucking police and say, oh, they're breaking the law. She wouldn't. She wouldn't. But she didn't want... At the end of the day, she wouldn't kill a fuck. I have a theory... Now, a lot of people are going to disagree with me, and I've voiced this, this theory many times. I think these massive shootings are a result of white privilege. You don't see black people... Now, let me, let me, let me, let me provide a disclaimer. A mass, mass shooting is a shooting where two or more people get shot by a gun. So, so you can have a dude on the block 
that run up on you and shoot three people. That's considered a mass shooting. I'm speaking specifically to all these infamous shootings on the news at malls, schools, movie Church. theaters, churches, etc. You don't see black people doing things like that. Black people, as I said, will shoot the block up. Right. And we have, our aggression is directed towards someone we have beef with. These mass shootings is because of these white kids and white men, predominantly men, saying, okay, I feel entitled to just take your life. Take my, take, take my anger out on whoever the fuck I want. And I think that's, I think that's a, 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 that's symbolic to white privilege where they feel entitled. So I agree with you. And I, I mean, I've thought about it even a little further. I think that underlying sentiment is why Trump is president. What he directly appealed to is a group of white males who felt that something that they were entitled to had been taken away or they were being denied it by these people of color, Mexicans, whatever, that were taking away their American dream is the way he kind of camouflaged it for his presidential run. But I agree with you. To me, it seems like there's instance and instance where people who were raised with a certain expectation of what the of how they would be received in the world, and when they were actually put out into the world and they did not get that response, they did not know how to process it, and it then came back as this blind rage, mass shooting, mad at the world, so I don't care who I am. And I think that's a real problem. And the reason why you don't see that as much with black people is simply because we do not feel entitled to anything. We actually expect not to get this. I just think we, we, we deal with adversity. I told you this before, like when they said the play, well, I didn't know she was a playgirl model at the time and she jumped out the window and shit. I thought she was white. Who? The girl that jumped out the window with her son on Friday. I thought she was white. I'm because sure. you expect... I expect white no, no, people no, no, to do no, some no. shit like that. No, you know why you expected that? Because you heard Playboy model. No. So yes. I, I didn't even think... I didn't no. think when you hear Playboy, Playboy model... model when you no. Hear, no, let me speak. Let, let, speak. When, you, when you hear Playboy model, you don't automatically think... It's oh, already so an image right. of a white per, a white woman. Like, so, it's already instilled in your mind. You're already conditioned it when you hear Playboy model before you even saw that she was probably white. I'm, I'm not going to speak for Toad. But what I will say, and the reason why I was saying no, is not because I heard Playboy model. Because I heard that someone took their life and the way they described it, jumping out the window with your kid. That's not no to life. Me, oh, to wait, me, wait, wait. Because there's a couple of things. Playboy model. She jumped out the window. I didn't know she was a Playboy model too. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Playboy model. Jumping out the window with her son. Upper East Side. Yes, so all of this ties into thinking that she was white, and the reason why she was doing this is because something about her life had drastically changed. And again, I'm ignorant for feeling this, but I just naturally feel that white people don't handle adversity in the same way that black people and that, do. And, and that's exactly what I said on the, on the chat. Like, yo, when that's they it. put, I, it might have been twins. Somebody was like, yo, somebody, oh, Rod, I don't know who the fuck it was. It was like, yo, somebody jumped out the window. I was like, they had to be white. 
white people don't deal with adversity. That, that That's a fact. I've seen that and for my own my own eyes. Like, yo, like I deal with lawyers. I seen a partner in my fucking job, a partner. Break down in fucking tears, dog, because the fucking judge was chewing her a new one, nigga. Where where we would probably just take that shit and be like, alright, cool. Now I know what I gotta do, boom. I catch you next how time. Does, how does thinking that 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 model, that playboy model, how is this thinking that she was white relates to white privilege? It's the dealing with adversity. The dealing the fact that why during the stock market crash were stockbrokers jumping out the window? Because what you feel is that you have a certain life and you are entitled to that standard of living. I'm talking about why did why, I think that? Why did you? How does that? You think you thought she was white? I thought she was white. How how does that tie into white privilege? What do you mean white privilege? It doesn't tie into white privilege at all. I'm saying I. When I heard the story about a, a woman jumping out of a window or whatever with her kid, with that's just not no normal black shit. How many times you heard of a black woman okay. killing herself so and her point. kid? Well, you making another point. You you making another point. I'm saying that doesn't tie into white privilege. So you thinking that she was white doesn't tie into white privilege. For me, it ties in yeah. in the same way that we feel a white teenage boy would go out and commit a mass shooting. The inability to process and handle whatever their place in the world has now become. And as a result, this is how it manifests right. itself. So this Playboy model, who at the time we thought was white, jumped out the window because she didn't know how to deal with it. So it's tied to oh, her sense of entitlement. Got you, got you, got you, got you. Yeah, all I know, gotcha, all gotcha, I, gotcha. I didn't know she was a Playboy model. Okay, okay. I ain't know nothing about that. All I know is they say, yo, somebody jumped out a window with their kid. Oh, she got to be white. Black people don't do shit like that. That's just like if you hear about a mass shooting. When you hear about a mass shooting in Omaha, you ain't thinking about no black dude doing that shit. It's just certain shit you identify them with. Because that's how they operate, man. That's stereotyping also because when when it could be a stereotype. Just like black people ain't checking. I mean, the fuck. I like chicken. When the news come on, they play robbery. First thing you don't know who the fuck robbed somebody, but first thing you think it was a black nigga robbed somebody. It depends when they got robbed. It depends when they got robbed. Depends when they got robbed. Robbery in the Bronx, yeah. Robbery in fucking Paramus, so not so much. Let's let's, 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 let's be real. Let's be real. Robberies, black niggas. Let's be real. Just the way it's conditioned and portrayed, we think crime is primarily perpetrated by people of color. That's that's the way they portray it. And that's fine, but let's not act like it's something else. It's not fine. You understand what I mean. We understand that that's a given. We're talking about. White privilege, white entitlement, and how it directly leads to interactions in society. I'm going to speak personally. So, in my, in my PhD program, like, I'm, I'm, I'm an academic, so I read all the time. So, we have the DSM. The DSM is a, is a, is a big book with all the, all the uh, psychiatric conditions. I read the DSM for leisure, right? And so people would come to me and ask me questions. Other students would come to me and ask me questions. <clears throat> One particular day, a couple of students asked me questions and I would just spit, blah, 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 blah. This white girl said, no, I don't think, I don't think that, another white student said, I don't think that's the truth, I don't think that's the truth, boom, boom, boom. They went with her. When she checked it, she said exactly the same shit that I said. <laughs> Exactly the same shit I said. Did I get mad? Internally, yes. 
Externally, I didn't get mad. You know, PhD programs are very political. Graduate school is very political. But that was, that lives, that lives to me to this day. That, that's a vivid memory because it, I, that was, that's just one example. But that is the most prominent example because in my school, they knew I walked around with the DSM and I read the DSM for leisure. What is the DSM for those The DSM stands for the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. Okay. It's, it's, the, it's, it's like the Bible of all mental conditions. And it tells you what the criteria are, how you diagnose, and so forth. I read that shit for leisure. I walked around with it. And everybody knew that Data walked around with the DSM. And so people would regularly come up to me and ask me questions about a particular diagnosis, about learning disabilities, about whatever. There's one white, as I said, there's one white student. We was on the group. She was like, nah, I'm not feeling that. I don't think you know what you're talking about. She referenced the DSM, and she said exactly what I said with the, with the particular conditions we were looking at. So why does she disagree with you from the jump? Because she wanted to take she's white? For it. Yeah, she was white. Yeah, it was a white she girl. Was, white. was that the reason, though? Like, what, like, other reason, what other reason was it? If everybody in the school knew I knew the DSM like the back of my head, and there's a group of us, white, white and black, white and black, but here this white girl come and say, no, I'm not feeling what he's saying. Let me we'll go check. Basically, we regurgitate. She regurgitated word for word. Because she knew her white, her white privilege. But everybody was superior over what you say, even though you said it. She'll she say it in a different kind of way. Word for she'll word. say it in a, 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 a educational way where uh, she'll articulate it in a way where they understand. I'm pretty sure he articulated just as good. Way better. And she but she, it came she from her. Still from a, a black guy. Yeah. Right. Not that it they probably like, oh, I think you don't know what you're talking about. You know what's the perfect example of, of, of white privilege? A black guy, white guy walking to Wayne Reed. Security is going to follow the black guy. Mm-hmm. White privilege right there. Or, and that's, that's the most common, but it still stands true in 2018. Actually, the most common is black guy, white guy do the same crime. Right. They do the same exact crime that the black guy did uh, far more, far so much more time. I can't really that, say, that can't really say that's based off of color. There's a lot of other factors that goes along with that, Wait, too. Because the law is the law at the end of the day. No, no, I just said it. No, it's the law the law at the end of the day. You have to have a lawyer. White boy that, 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 white boy He only got six months of probation, only six months of jail time, I think. But you said his dad knew the judge. That ain't got nothing to do with the law. That's white privilege. No, it's not. His dad knew the judge. Whether he was black or white, his dad knew the judge. I think what Antoine... Rape is rape, though. I think what Antoine is denying or just not considering. There's a lot to, the law is the law, but it still has to be interpreted by someone. And that sentence that's given out is not a mandatory sentence tied into the crime. Right. Someone has, someone, the judge, has the ability to decide what other factors right. weigh in. And what we're saying, there seems to be a pattern where being white weighs in your favor. Right. Solely being white. Undeniable. White is right. Prime example, you know Bill situation. Like, so you think they would have gave Justin Bieber two years of jail time for whatever situation might have been? Well, Justin, Justin Bieber, Bieber would have had the charges. Why don't we make it? Huh? Just All right. How is on the flip side? But, but, but on the flip side, but on the flip side, OJ got off. For killing two, but for killing two white. So, never mind. So never mind. But you know what I'm getting at, son. You so, know what I'm getting at. Never mind all these examples that are using celebrity and theoretical. 
how is it affecting the people in the room? I mean, we can complain about white privilege, but why are we complaining about something that doesn't really affect us? And if it has, it does affect us. I know we had George. Just give an example. Though. So there's six people in the room. One person had. But an you experience. don't have to. You don't. Have, I don't. You don't, I don't have to have an example to know that the white privilege exists. How do How do we deal with it? Yeah, how that's kind of what it comes how, down how, to. How can you deal with it? That's, that's what we need to be figuring out. Right, how so, can we? That's the right, that's this, question. This, this is how I deal with it. I, there's two things I do. I confront it. Because, you know, wherever I go, chances are I'm the only black psychologist wherever I go. And I have no qualms of speaking about inequalities everywhere I go. So when I, I deal with, I confront microaggressions. Everybody familiar with, with microaggressions, right? Yeah. I confront microaggressions 90% of the time. I'm, the 10% of the time, I'm either too tired or too busy. I confront microaggressions. And I have no qualms with telling white psychiatrists you're only there because you're white. And I've said that several times. That's the first way I deal with it, is confronting it. The second way I deal with it is I process it. I've got two good friends, one in Baltimore and one in Virginia. One in Virginia is a, is a psychologist. So we talk about race inequalities. We talk about racism, we talk about white privilege all the time. You have to be able to process the anger, the frustration, the hurt, the guilt, all of that shit that comes from white privilege and racial so practices. You meet it head on, and yes. then you talk about it yes. with essentially like a peer support. Yes. Right. Everyone has that same that same type of support group. I don't think. Well, about. never mind support group. I don't meet it the same way. I don't confront it head on. So it has to be really egregious for me to be like, "Yo, hold up. What's what's going on here?" In the moment, I'm very aware of it, and you can call it being trained, whatever, I'm also aware of how I respond. Because in my response, I can't do anything that supports or promotes a stereotype. I basically don't want to blow up into the angry black man. I'm not going to get ghetto on them. So I have to, and I also don't want that though. It's not just control, because it's also, this. the way I confront it, or the way I deal with it, will directly impact my ability to move how forward. Right, how do you deal with this comfortability also? So for me, I, one, I do acknowledge it in the moment, but I don't make it a confrontation. Okay. And then I try to circle around, one-on-one, -on -one, speak to the person. But because the comment's made in the group, I will go out of my way to show that my behavior, my actions, don't align with what they're saying. Sometimes it's hard, but it's like, you have to. But right. I also don't want to jeopardize my career. Like said, sometimes it's hard. Everyone is it, everyone is going to handle a situation how he can handle a situation where he can confront it face on. Some people are, some people are keep their mouth shut and continue doing their work because you know what, at the end of the day, that's their bread and butter. That they have to continue to go here and work and deal with this pressure that, they, that they're dealing with, all these stereotypes that they're dealing with. But it really depends on the individual because if you're looking at it from a career perspective, I don't have the issue. You know what I'm saying? I work around, all my career I've been working around white people. Right. I don't feel they treat me any differently than they would. Right, but if they, if, they so, did, if they did, you might be a person that'd be like, all right, I don't need this job. I can go somewhere else. I want to come back to that. To, everyone won't be able to be like, I want to come back to that insane that is different. I don't have this problem, they don't do it. Because it may be, but I want to understand more because I think for most of us that work in corporate, it's predominantly white. So hold on, hold that thought. We're going to continue on the second part. This is part one of White America.